You are listening to Regular Expression, as this show contains fine, upstanding, and wholesome folk thinking on their feet. Sometimes the content strays into crass and sometimes deplorable filth. As such, the views expressed herein may well belong to nobody, especially the person espousing them. Prepare thyself. Well, after that fucking amazing theme music, oh my god, it was so good. I'm I, I'm so glad that we're all back. My name's Mike, and uh, I've got some guests. In the black corner is the Fig Bat Diggernick himself. Oh, look at him flexing. You can't see it because it's an audio-only feed, but he is flexing, he's smiling. CJ Williams, hello. Hello, I think a part of you felt that even if you couldn't see it. Oh, the destroyer of podcasts here again. (laughs) (laughs) And we also have Mr. Velvet. Oh my (laughs) god, Mr. Velvet himself. What the fuck? Professor of communism? Here? Is that not not right? Am I not wrong? Uh, No, no, that can't be right. It's Mr. Sandpaper and... uh... (laughs) No, it's <clears throat> best-selling author, Larry Blydner on our fucking shit show. Yes! Hello! Well, hello, it's nice to be here. I'm glad you Any commies for me to kill today? No? N- none yet, none yet. <laughs> I have the helicopter set up for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Planes are flying good. And so, the aim, I suppose, a name? Is there a name to this show? No, not really. What we do is we start stories and then we sort of cascade into each other. So if I was walking down the street, say, and I picked up some stuff in the shop, maybe it was a gun, and Ooh. I started strolling down the street and then I pointed it, what would I do with it then, CJ? You'd probably point the gun at the nearest civilian and tell them to put their hands up, then afterwards get down on their knees, and after you've pleasured yourself or them, whichever way you want to look at it, you then force them to crawl towards you with the possibility of their hand going anywhere near to their left hand leg, and then you shoot them five times. That's pretty fucking good. And then what 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 do you happens after you shoot someone five times, Larry? Uh well you uh you investigate yourself. And uh, you have a speedy trial with a jury stacked by uh, people who thank you for your service on your way in. And then uh, you get exonerated. You get an administrative duty where there's absolutely no, no uh, danger whatsoever for the, for the remainder of your career. And you retire with a big fat pension. <laughs> that's, that's how it works in the U.S. I don't know how it works over there in Mariel, but that's how it works here. <laughs> We have like weeks of rioting over here, like with loads of students taking advantage and people stealing and and the most basic shit. Yeah, we, we just have more knives than anything else, but people still get shot. It's just more knives than anything. Else. Yeah. 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 So there's less there's less people shooting. Oh, there's less police shooting because they fear they're going to get shot. They more shoot people because they fear they're going to get stabbed. I'm not sure what's worse: a guy running you with a gun or a guy running you with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that just doesn't seem sporting to, to take out a guy with a, with a knife with a gun, but uh, I guess we're going to do what they're going to do, right? 
And you can no. throw the knife. You can't throw the gun. That's pretty useless, that's, isn't it? Well, you can, but it wouldn't true. do much, you know. Oh, thanks. That's, that's more than sporting <laughs> if you throw the gun. That's like giving them a chance. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Round one. So, I have a board here in my dainty little nice. man hand. I see. And uh, okay. there's a one and a two and a three. Alright. And okay. uh, I can't remember who like anybody's names right now. I can't remember my own. I can't remember <laughs> CJ's. I can't remember like CJ, you need to pick one of these because your name comes first in the alphabet. And I'm not so due to the blessing due to the blessings of brown skin that I was given, I'll go with number two. Number two. Oh. Always use the tightest of rubbers by oh. Leslie. So I'm about to go on a Tinder date, and I've never met this chick before, so uh, I'm I'm very apprehensive. I'm wandering to the supermarket and thinking, maybe it's my lucky day. It's been at least maybe a year since I got laid, but she's never going to hear that. I'll say three months. So I stroll in, and I ask about what? Because hmm, it's prophylactics they've got on offer. They tell me that they've got the blacks, the blues, the reds, and the yellows. And if I want to be really fruity, I can go for the Dominican. Well, I choose the blacks because it just sounds correct. And from cultural assumptions, it's assumptions it'll pretty much say that I'm going to go for the biggest size. Then I uh, go on my merry way. We have a date. It's interesting. It was dinner, dancing, maybe a little bit of playing around, diving for the kiss. She kisses me back. Bam, there we go. Otherwise, I'd have just went home. So uh, we go back into her apartment, and it's looking kind of interesting. And she asks if I've got any protection. And I go, I believe I've got protection. And I pull a ramen sauce packet out of my back pocket and uh, <laughs> summarily throw that to the side, because that's not the type of protection I'm looking for at the moment. And I get the blacks out. Now, this was a large packet. I open it up, but it's really small. But I'm not going to let that stop me. So I fit the tip in and it's really tight. I roll it back and it's even tighter. But then again, I think to myself, this will make this will be even better because this is like a ring. Very tight. I go in and it's murky. I'm starting to go blue and not in the face. And I'm starting to get worried because I'm not meant to do this. So as shocking as it might seem, I feel that I might just continue and see where we can go from there. All right, so that's uh, when uh, there was a knock at the door. And she said, come in, and uh, the door opens as if by magic. And uh, in comes a, uh, <clears throat> a legless dwarf on a dolly, uh, smoking a cigar, wearing a top hat. Imagine my, imagine my surprise to see this. And uh, she says, oh, <clears throat> I wasn't expecting you this early. And I said, well, who are you? And she said, well, that's my, uh, that's my boyfriend. I said, oh, I see. And uh, why am I here? And she said, well, uh, we have a poly thing going. A poly thing. And, you're... and I said, you mean like, like parrots? No, no, no. Oh, oh, I get it. I get it. That's some of that jazz. And so the, uh, the dwarf... Uh, didn't seem too too overly hostile. He rolled himself to the to the stove and got out, uh, as you guys would say, a kettle and uh, some tea bags and 
He's about to cook him up some, boil himself some Lapsang Sushang. And uh, she said, please continue. And of course, by then, uh, the moment had passed. And I said, you know, I, I don't really think I'm in the mood anymore. So uh, maybe what I should just do is, uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, put myself together here and head for the door and you and, uh, and Stretch over here can uh, continue where, where we left off. And that's when he turned from the, from the stove and his cup of tea and said, oh no, I like to watch. So uh, at that point, <clears throat> I realized this really, this really isn't working for me. But um, suddenly, from nowhere, from behind me, a large Siamese cat pounced on my head and began to claw my eyes. Now, what the fuck am I going to do? Oh! <laughs> oh, you're wrecked, Mikey. You <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Thank you, Mr. Uh. Widener. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you know uh, what you're doing, Mike? You know where you're going with this? <laughs> I think I've, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. You've got an idea? Are you sure? I've got Three, a dwarf and a cart. This is good. Two, one. And so my eyes are being clawed by this cut, and this dwarf is watching, and like I can, I can, out the corner of my eye, I can see that he's getting slightly erect. And I'm thinking, this is not right. What do you do about this? So he's, he's, I just stand up and go. Okay, this is what I am meant to do. But before I can even do anything about it, this fucking cat just absolutely starts chewing into my eyeballs and I am just fucking screaming in pain. Oh my God, oh no! And there's blood spurting everywhere and, and I'm going blind and, oh my, and there's something warm just arcing up my back. It's wet and it's warm and it's delightful, but I just... It, it's coming from a very short angle, you know, it's it's an acute angle that it's coming at me from and I'm thinking, oh no, oh no, please dear god let this end and the cat digs in further and starts chewing my eyeball out further and I'm just, I'm, I know that I'm blind now, I'm at least wearing an eye patch, I am at least a human pirate, I'm just a human pirate fucking hell, what am I saying, and oh my god, I... <laughs> I cry, I cry, I cry even though my eye doesn't work anymore, and then I cry from the other eye. And then the midget comes after the other one, he comes in and he tears it out, and he is feasting on my eyes, and he's working his way into my, into my, into my bre- Who am I telling this story to? That's the thing, I, d I think this is hell, and I have to relive this moment forever. <laughs> I pick up my prophylactics. They don't fit because the Dominican. Oh, we're here again. Oh, dear me. Oh, I'm just trying to milk the time, and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was. Did I get sold? Did I get sold the wrong condom for fuck's sake? <laughs> <laughs> I think that lit up what was going. It did seem like there was this hidden plot that you seemed to center around the Dominican. <laughs> so it was too ripe there to not go back to. Well, it means for some reason, when someone says, when someone says to you, we've got this, 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 and the Dominican, and you're like, hmm, that one's interesting. <laughs> oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> but then you realize that Dominicans can also be black as well. So the, the shop teller behind us literally just got the Dominican ones and brought them down. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> 
I done fucked up. Round two. Okay, Larry, one or three? Oh, I'm going to take three, Mike. Three? Yes, well, sir. I don't know if you know this, but three is my favorite number because if you turn it that way, it kind of looks like a butt. Oh, true. It does. Wow. It's true. Or a W. <laughs> Fucking W. What are you about? <laughs> the prompt this time is... Yes, yes sir. Seize the means of shit-taking by Dan. Oh no! Damn! We're gonna count this in from five. Is that okay? Five, four, three, two, one. Who's up? I am, I guess. Okay. Um, seize the means of shit taking. That sounds to me like it has. Uh, I'm kind of confused by that. It sounds like uh, it's got something to do with me. It's got something to do with uh, uh, elimination, and it's got something to do with uh, with Marxism. Now I can see conflating two of those things because Marxism is shit. Uh, birth, birth, birth by you know people. <laughs> I know this is supposed to be a story, but I hate that fuck so much. And I really would like to jump in my time machine and go back and slit his throat and hang him out a window. He was such a little fuck. Um, but. Uh, but let's see. So I think I'll do this. I, you know, so yeah. Season that means that, you know, I am in my time machine. Uh, just like H.G. Wells. And uh, I'm back, uh, I find myself back in, uh, in Europe in his day. And uh, he walks into a bar and I recognize him with his fucking goofy white beard and his long coat. And uh, his, uh, his, uh, his, his, his attitude. And so uh, he happens to pull up a, a bar stool next to me. And, uh, and orders a, a, a beer. And uh, I look at the bartender and I wave a, uh, a uh, 50 pound note. Do they have those in England? 50 pounds? Yes, yes. And this of course catches his eye and uh, he, he ignores Mr. Marks for a moment and I say to him, hey listen, um, give, before you give that beer to him, I want you to give it to me. I'm gonna take it back in the, uh, in the men's room and I'm gonna piss in it. You okay, you good with that? And the guy says, yes, sir, I am. I'll distract him until you get back. And so uh, on my way back, uh, you know, I think, is this the right thing to do? And I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, it'd, be good, it'd be a good start. But uh, just then, this very pointy blonde walks in and uh, says, I know what you're doing. And she grabs me by the wrist to stop me before I could serve the beer. Ooh. Oh, oh. Very, you are very good at this blind now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm looking to. Sorry, who's next? Is it me? No, it's me. Oh, okay, okay, no worries, no worries. Alphabetical order. Oh my god, here we go. Pointy blonde. Marks. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I'm there and I'm looking at the most attractive woman that I have ever seen and also a pointy blonde. There's Karl uh, Marx there trying to seize my means of production, and I want to just seize her means of production. That's the same joke twice. Um, <laughs> so I, I'll, I give her a look, and I give him a look, and I think, uh, what am I going to do about this? I need to distribute my wealth. So I do, and I I grab old Charlie, Charlie Marx, by the hand and say, mate, you are going to love this. And I grab the pointy blonde chick by the hand and go, mate, you're gonna love this. And we head towards my time machine. 
So me and this hot blonde, this pointy blonde, and Karl Marx are fucking heading towards my time machine. And so we put in the fucking number 1776. And we we fucking roll that shit across fucking space and time. Space because we need to get to the American continent for what's happening over there. Because there's a lot of stuff going on. And uh, we get there and uh, we're in the wrong bit, basically. We're, we're in a sort of swamp and I'm thinking, oh, I've, I've fucked this up. And, you know, Charlie Marks is chatting up this bint, this, this sexy lady. And I'm like... Well, what do I do now? Um, I'm on my own, and I'm I'm being fucking upstaged by the, like the, the the fucking the god of fucking communism, and so I just sit there, I twiddle my thumbs, think oh, I should have brought my Game Boy or something, and and then it happens. There's just this. <clears throat> boom, boom, boom. I'm like, oh my god, did I did I type 1776? And look at the console. It's minus 1776. <laughs> oh. That's a good hanger. That's a good hanger. I straight oh, start <laughs> Good one. So that was I've the got, smoothest stretch there, man. I've got I've got Charles Marks and the point. I'll go with Charles Marks now. In, in, in considering that's my name, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Sorry. So me and Charles Marks, um, I'm just testing him even more and more. I've realized that I look in my right hand and I still have his beer. <laughs> I say, I'm going to leave you two lovebirds at it for a few moments and then I'll be back with a refreshing drink. So I go down, run straight to the bushes. A point in hand, of course, because you know you got to make sure that he doesn't fucking swivel and drop out, right? you you got to make sure the head is intact all the time. And so I neck this point like no one's business and then i turn around feel the need to urinate you know what you know feeling when you break the seal so i <clears throat> drop an entire petrifying load into uh this entire beer glass it spilled a bit but it was warm so i guess it was it was cold in minus 1776 i return back to the lovebirds and they look like they've worked up quite a first so i ensure that charlie marks uh, enjoyed his beer because he was brought from the future and there was no beers around in minus 1776. So it was okay. He sipped it and I turned around and reminded him of exactly what kind of bar challenge he was facing. Was it the same <laughs> as what he probably thought of in Sarajevo, Sarajevo back then? So he starts spluttering up and, you know, after he's finished it, of course, he starts spluttering up and I take the pointy chick and we go on our merry way to consummate various forms of marriage. It's a good job, though, because she was roughly 13, but technically it was legal back then. So, you know, when in Rome, <laughs> you do as the Romans do. So uh, we left Charlie Marks to it, and I ensured that he enjoyed his own helicopter-style ride by tying a noose around his neck and kicking him off a, uh, a cliff top. And there's many of them back then. There was less work flattening the ground for the modern civilization to work with. So with one Charlie Marks down and one pointy chick up um, that definitely wasn't for that time, I was a happy man. The end. What happened to the fucking... <laughs> bow, bow, bow. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm, I probably I'm set sure you up then and well, you just completely it, ignored it. it. What was that? It was, it was minus 1776. What could that possibly have been? <laughs> like, it could have been a dinosaur. 
It could have been elephant? a dinosaur. Uh, it could have been an elephant, but look, it, would an elephant stop you from getting laid? Final round. You don't make it to get the choice of a poster, do you? There you go. There's me. You're stuck with number one, aren't you? This is why. Yep, yep. Wow, you remembered. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it is number one, and it is Hugger Care Bear by Lindsay. So we'll get this started now. See, I, when it's my turn, I get it started straight away. And so I hugged the Care Bear, and it was the most magical feeling of all. But, unfortunately, when you hug a Care Bear, it, that, that sets your barometer pretty fucking high. So, uh, I needed to get a better fix after hugging the Care Bear. So it was like, I started cutting the Care Bear and hugging the Care Bear. And, uh, you know, you can put as many digits as you want in a Care Bear because basically inside they're made of like foam and stuff. Um, and so I did uh, until it just got too much. And me and this Care Bear, I don't know any of the Care Bear's names, so I don't know why I picked this one now actually. Um, we were sat there and she's saying to me, Mike, you, you can't keep cutting me up like this. You can't. Like, th this is inappropriate. Why would you want to eviscerate your lover like this all the time? And I'm like, mate, have you ever met me? <laughs> I'll eviscerate oh. And she's like, oh, it's like anything. Don't you know anything about York dialect, you fucking care bear? And she's like, mate, mate, please just calm down. I'm like, no, you are absolutely horrible to me. This is the worst thing you could ever fucking do. I want a care bear divorce. Fuck, it, fuck the Care Bear share, I want a fucking Care Bear divorce. And so we're there, and, and I get a fucking a, a lawyer, and I'm, I'm like, lawyer, mate, come here. And we got to get rid of this bitch, and we've got to take her for all she's worth. Because, like, if, if, if not, she will take every fucking cent that I own. Because, like, Care Bear's trading cents, apparently. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna just mince time for a bit, and we're, we're there, and we're sat in the witness room, about to go into my Care Bear divorce, and, and my Care Bear lawyer looks at me and says, Mike, you really fucked this one up, and I'm like, I know, mate, I know. <laughs> what the wow. fuck? Wow. I don't know, whose turn is it now? Is it me? Siege, yep. It's Siege. Yeah, I am so shit at this game. <laughs> You've won, oh. you've won seed, you know. I invented okay. this game. I'm shit at this game. Okay, so I'm sat there with me Care Bear Lawyer. This guy doesn't seem too interesting. Seems to have spiky hair. Points a lot and says objection. So um, I turned around and I was like, so Care Bear, can you get me off this? And he's like, no. Unfortunately, you are down for at least nine counts of various forms of Care Bear sexual assault. And I was like, well, well how you gotta get me off and he's like no 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 i'm a state appointed attorney there's nothing there's nothing that's gonna happen here there's nothing that's gonna happen you, you i'm not he's like he turns around and he says i'm not nick Rakater. do anything about that i can't i'm not wrath i'm not wrath and i was like okay okay chill out chill out mate you need to defend me what you need to do is you need to step up you need to make sure that your game is secure we march out to the courtroom i'll do the standard oj look Bear in mind, this is a sound-only podcast, so CJ is just <laughs> riding around. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to block my face as I go in the courtroom. 
And then as we get in there, my Care Bear lawyer is going back and forth. He's questioning the offense on everything. It turns out that this is Care Bear Johnny Cochran. He is throwing everything. He's even throwing the human Care Bear law. Is it even sexual assault if it's human on a Care Bear? This is unprecedented. We've never seen this before. Judge Judy doesn't seem very impressed with everything that he's saying though. So she looks like she's about to throw this case out in a few moments. I go for the plea bargain. I'm told that maybe I can go free in about three or five months in Care Bear, du in Care Bear detention. It's not that bad. The Care Bears can't tackle me. It's not like human jail. It's just Care Bears jail. There's more rainbows and hugs and all that shit as opposed to the standard um, pummeling treatment that you would normally expect in the showers every good. morning. So Care Bear Jail isn't as bad. You'll be a king among peasants and you wouldn't have to worry about anything. So you hopefully will be safe. Do I take that or not? That's a very weird place to end that scene. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I'm in Care Bear Jail. Yeah. Right? Yeah, all right. going to Care Bear Jail. Okay. All right. Five, four, four, three, two, one. Yeah. So I'm sitting on the edge of my double stack bunk in Care Bear Jail, and uh, above me is uh, a legless dwarf with a top hat and a cigar, and uh, he's been uh, he's been farting pretty steadily um, since I've been incarcerated. And uh, I don't miss the Care Bear at all. And that's when uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the uh, institutional uh, chaplain uh, comes uh, knocking on my cage and wants to have a little sit down, chit chat, see if, uh, how I'm progressing with my rehabilitation. And uh, so they let him in, let him into my cell. And uh, he sits down and the, uh, the dwarf from above says, what the fuck are you doing here? And uh, the preacher says, that's, that's no language to use in front of a man of the cloth. He says, I'll wipe my ass with your cloth. And I'm, I'm, starting, to, I'm starting to like this dwarf, you know? But uh, he asked me about uh, how I felt about stabbing and eviscerating the Care Bear and spreading the stuffing all over my flat. And, uh, and I really, I'm not the least bit repentant whatsoever. Uh, and I say, you know, you know, uh, preacher man, if, uh, if, I had a, if I had a knife here, I'd probably cut you up just like that Care Bear. And that's when he says, uh, God, this session's over. And uh, he comes and He's, he's bailed out. And suddenly, he leaves. The, uh, the cigar-smoking so cigar legless dwarf leaps from his top bunk onto the floor, lands with a thud, and says, I think we're going to be very, very good friends. And I think perhaps I've made a terrible mistake. Maybe I should have repented. Anything to get out of here. But uh, that's life. That's life in the Care Bear Zone. <laughs> Hey! Oh, you know what? We we need we need an animator. We need someone who animates these stories. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love, I love to think what I think, they're I thinking. Think we get like sued two for minutes all this Care Bear shit. I really do. Right. Don't worry about it. The Care Bears don't care. It's time for the postmortem. <laughs> all right. So I guess we're gonna do the postmortem now, which I don't quite know what that is. I just think the what? I'm sorry. The postmortem. Postmortem, okay. So we just sort of talk about what was funny. So Dan's going to give us like a few lines and stuff, I think. 
Okay. So if we go back to uh, round one, uh, things I kind of circled. I, I, I had to appreciate the... the so what were round one? Just here. remind us what ra round one... So, so round one, what we had was... Um, here we go. What's worse... Hang on, sorry. No, that's the intro. I'm not <laughs> even good at this either. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so round one, we had um, always use the tightest rubber. Always use the tightest rubber. Oh, yes. yes. And, and so I, I had to circle a couple of things there. So I, I really liked where we was going with the Dominican condom. Uh, and then, then that didn't come back until the end. It was like, I was worried it wasn't going to come back. Um, but then I, I had to really appreciate the, um, it might be a dad joke, but we have, do we have a poly thing going here? What like parrots? I, had, that was, <laughs> I, 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 just, I just had to love that. Well, Laurie is the Mac Daddy, so. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, like, I can't control my emotions reading what's going on here i'm just i just i sometimes just like falling into this weird kind of acting out everything that's happening <laughs> it's the only way i can make sense of it i'm sitting there like yep yeah yeah that's exactly what's happening right now so yeah but then there was clear there was a bit of a breakdown with mike when we had i'm i'm at least a human pirate a human pirate that is <laughs> the alien pirates that you get or the I was, what, pirates. I, I was wondering know. what kind of pirates we got there uh, and, in and case then you I cried. clarifying you know yeah, and then also I cry even though I've lost my eye. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I did like that. Yeah, th 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 those 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 kind of stood out to me. Are my tear ducts still working? I'm not too sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably just blood by now, but it doesn't matter. So th th that's what I got from uh, round one. So then round two we had um, seizing the means of shit taking by me. That fucking <laughs> the fire of an answer. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, we, so we started with um, so time traveling back to, to pissing in the beer of Karl Marx and took us on a wild adventure where we, it seemed that we were getting Karl Marx laid with a pointy blonde. He changed his name to Charlie somewhere in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. I, I had no idea what it was. I was like, how did that So we, we, we're calling him the god of fucking communism. So. <laughs> Grand title. Uh, your plans are taking back to 1776. We ended up in minus 1776. And then, and then uh, the, we hear this boom, boom, boom. And then we don't get to hear what the boom, boom, boom is. That, that was the kind of the hot tease of the fucking story. Maybe, maybe the boom, boom, boom was in fact Charlie Marks getting laid. And we was like, well, we've got maybe to put a stop to that heavy. shit. Too well, late for yeah. that now, CJ. Whoa, 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 whoa. I've started, so I'll finish. As I say, I'm mastermind. Right? <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, it's like look, we, there are some things you can't stop, but in that situation, we stopped it. It was like, look, take a drink. Oh, yeah. By the way, that drink is absolute piss. My, <laughs> she gets irritated. I move in. Jobs are good. And, you know, I can't believe that we went to the level of time travel for a fucking pointy broad. Now, I can understand that ladies can be pointy, but time travel is a little bit... We're fucking with everything that might come afterwards. You might go back forwards in time and see some shit that's just, like, fucked up, and they're like, this is what we consider beauty these days. I'm like, what happened to long fight, or long legs and thick thighs? What happened there? Yeah. I, I mean, I had to appreciate the science of it as <laughs> it was called in minus seventy seventy six. That's why you can piss a piss a beer out 
and he's calling, calling 77. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if I want to say the next line because you know we might now have to be very careful about what Siege said there. I mean, I don't know if you want to say what you said, but um, so she was roughly 13, but it was legal then. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody batted an eyelid, it's okay because there was no reason to bat a fucking eyelid in my hey, hey, I, I went the Roman Polanski, I might have went the Roman Polanski route, but unfortunately, time was on my side. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, time was on my side. You know, there we go. It's, you're good. You're good. You're good. I had to you're then good. take a note after the story of then you just questioning: Would an elephant stop you getting laid? I think that's a question that needs to be revisited at some point. Clearly, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That is the eternal elephant... question, is it not? Would an, an elephant can, an elephant can get involved, but you got to remember that you need to stop that elephant because at the end <laughs> of the day, that elephant's going to show you up on a, on a level that you'll never see. Plus, the elephant will probably kill her. You know, it's like it's, it's like worth it's like the a risk. It's like attaching a woman to an oil, Derek. It's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. <laughs> the mental image I'm trying to conjure and I'm just struggling to do it. I think it's reminding me of a scene from, um, from the top three when Freddy got fingered. Oh, God. At the, at the end with the elephant, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you got to be careful. So... Elephants are very strong, majestic beasts. Yes. <laughs> So then, on that poignant note, that takes us to round three of Hugging a Care Bear, which got, I mean, of, of them all, it seems to get the darkest quick, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hugging Care Bears took the next level of cutting the Care Bear and lining your, your home with the innards of the Care Bear. I had to, I love the quote of, have you met me? I'll eviscerate anything. <laughs> And then that became associated with anyone in Yorkshire. So thanks for that, Mike. Will of this <laughs> no worries, mate. It's fine. Care bears. Lovely. Thanks. Um, and I had another slip. I want a Care Bear divorce. I think I want that on a t-shirt, possibly. Um, <laughs> which takes you to the um, court case of the of the divorce. Which I've just got to realise. I love that this Care Bear divorce eventually reached a prison sentence. I've got to love that we went that far. We'll get back to the point at hand. So we, we need to, to put you divorce. inside. We do in the brig with you. Like <laughs> you're that bad as a husband. We need to imprison you. Yeah, non-payment of alimony. <laughs> was, it, was, it, was, it Joseph, was it Joseph Fritzel's law that we was uh, <laughs> going down? <laughs> I know, with these 13 uh, year old seed. Sex toys in the basement. You know what I'm saying? I had to love that we started describing the Care Bear, and it's just like he had spiky hair. I had to think, were you basically making the Care Bear lawyer Phoenix right at this point? Because <laughs> I have to yes, say, right was, a Care Bear I was lawyer. making it Phoenix right. Objection, motherfucker. I, like, I, I, I was thinking of Nick Ricator and Raph Gallagher, and all they would say in court is, objection. Why? Um, <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I take no shit. And that's worse. <laughs> Objection. And the court and case frozen up. You got caught up in the story siege because then you just said, right, and then you gave the standard OJ look. And at that point, you <laughs> podcast and started acting for us. It's like, well, this is a lovely show siege, but the people at home can't watch this. They don't, <laughs> so they don't have to watch. Some audio description. They don't have to watch. They can only feel. There was no, just a moment where... Your movement. We've all seen the look when someoneone's about to go to jail and Parading the TV. That's true. And they, they, they give that slow, like, I've, oh, yeah. I've already been caught on slow motion, but I'm just going to hold my hands in front of my face. Yes. Everyone's they, said it before. They call it the perp walk. That's yeah, what they well, call it here. The perp yeah, we, walk. What we needed was Jerry, 
what we needed was sharing John Bunnell to tell everyone that the, <laughs> the siege board. <laughs> <laughs> We needed Sheriff John Bunnell from World's World Police videos, and he would have been like, this guy thought he could just turn around and hide his face, but crime was on time this time, and crime was not <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Sheriff John Bunnell. He's just evil. Like, dude, if you can, just, just look up World's World Police videos. This guy is hilarious. He's I will. He's, he's amazing. I don't know what it is, and I'm I'm black. I'm not meant to be hating this guy, right? And I'm <laughs> everyone's like, every fiber of my being is telling me to hate this man. But at the end of the day, he intros everything so perfectly. It's hilarious, and he's always in like a crime scene setup, like there's police and shit running around doing forensics and stuff, and he's just walking around like this motorcycle. This motorcycle is funny. He could just ride through the traffic, but it turns out that. He can't do that. So <laughs> a shit ton of clips. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And on to, unfortunately, Mike, I think I need to disband our friendship due to the fact that I said before there was no Tony Spumanti prompts. We need to make sure oh, that well, this shit well, happens. I'm sorry. It's our fan base. Well, fan base. Oh, our oh, fan base. Fan base. Our fan base needs to know that there's our a, listeners. Like there's a character. There's a character that needs. To be in, you, you never know, man. Shit might happen, and you'd be like, Well, next you know, time you need to post something, don't you? Yeah, I'll, be, well, I'll, I'll post it in regular expression. Spontae just locks the door behind the bikers and goes, Now just can't leave. That's what we need. Okay, fine. That's Do we have anything else? Need. So, move on. on with the story, yeah, because I haven't even finished going through. So, then I've got to love the quote Is it even Care Bear Assault if it's human on Care Bear? <laughs> Gotta love that. Um, that on a T shirt. <laughs> I love that Care Bear Jail is easier than human jail. You know? Easier. Easier. But then, it's like that Care Bear Jail, when we move to Larry, there's a legless dwarf in Care Bear Jail. <laughs> and, oh my God, some other story. How did the no, legless dwarf get in No, 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 no. The legless dwarf, right? You think about it. How big is a Care Bear? <laughs> now, a legless dwarf could easily be mistaken for a leg for a Care Bear very easily. They're the so same it's like size. Clothing type thing. We've we've got we've got a legless dwarf yeah, in like, the Care Bear's body. Are, are the oh. Care Bears the same size of us? They, you know, they're not the same size as us. They're small. So if you've got a legless dwarf, he's be like, I've been here for ages, but nobody's noticed that I'm not actually a Care Bear. <laughs> there's, there's a legless dwarf in the room with me right now. He's been following me my entire life. <laughs> I, I, just, I can't do anything with that. <laughs> Every time, I mean, in the first story, you had the horny dwarf. Every time I hear of the legless dwarf, I'm reminded. <laughs> what I can think of is that guy with no legs. Hold up, man! I need to. I need to. I need to. I need to <laughs> oh no, the bad kid again! Holy shit! And and again, the, the, now it makes so at sense. Point, at, at this point, I know it's only. Ten, I know it's only. I know it's only like eleven. What? In ten? Ten forty-nine? Maybe in the morning? Maybe. Minus 1776. Yeah. Well, you know, dude, it could have been 1488. I'd, I'd, I'd be very worried about how to go if it was 1488. I was like, shit, that'll be very awkward. <laughs> so, in the story, we've somehow ended up for a divorce to Care Bear And I had to love also when we had the man of the cloth coming in and saying, right, yeah, you, you can't be swearing at me. I had to love the I'll wipe my ass with your cloth. Priceless. <laughs> Um, but I love that I he got so that. offended that his plea was God. The session's over. Just like that's that's what he does. He just pleads out God. God has to know. Yeah. Well, God's the only answer. Just really. so you know, big man. God's the answer every single time. Like it doesn't matter yeah. how you look at it. 
and 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 then it went real gritty with that's life in the care bear zone. <laughs> <laughs> end of a like fucking gritty um... imagine that as a story like do you think happy endings happen every single time nope I'm still in jail the end roll credits <laughs> <laughs> Roman Polanski's name at the end of it <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, yeah uh, Larry you got anything to plug on this very low view podcast that no one gives a fuck I uh, well, just you know, my show at that LarryShow.com. That's it. You never know what's going to be uh, upcoming. And uh, I want to say thanks to you guys for tolerating my technological ineptitude and my uh, lateness. Uh, had a lot of fun. You guys are terrific. Thank you. You worked been around cool. it very quick. It was. Uh, it's been fun to have you on. You give it a, it a real dimension. So. <laughs> it's been fucking fantastic. What do you have to sell, CJ? I have. What are you selling? What am I selling? Uh, I ain't selling shit at the moment. I want to move towards Figback, Diggonick t shirts, mugs, and of course, condoms, but not just yet, unfortunately, because I do not have the funds. Dominican condoms. The Dominican (laughs) condom. Yep, you've got to release the Dominican condom now. You know what? I can do that. I can do that. I was going to call them the condo because. Everybody gets laid in a condo, right? So I was like, I was going to call them a condo. But Dominican condoms, even better. The Dominicans will appreciate it, but they'll never understand where the joke goes. You can find me at FigBatDN, as in Delta November, at gmail.com if you ever need to field me any of your fancy queries for my personal guests. You can also find me on the facebook.com slash figbatdn if you need to find me as well to like my page. But of course, if you wish, you can always hit the visit group button. Yeah, I'm probably just going to cut this. All right. I'm also (laughs) a fan of CJ Williams as well because I'm just CJ Williams. Yeah, this this is just terrible. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. This episode of Regular Expression featured Larry Blydner, CJ Williams, and Mike Atkinson. Our production dinosaur was Dan Scott. That awesome chiptune music, including the intro, outro, and slides, was composed by Save State Corrupted. I employ you to buy all of his stuff at all one word, savestatecorrupted.bandcamp.com. We're on social media at facebook.com forward slash show, twitter.com forward slash show, soundcloud.com forward slash reject show and if you want to throw us some dosh we're at patreon.com forward slash reject show if you want to join the deplorable chaos give us a shout this podcast thing is an excuse to hang out with cool people so if you think you're cool i'd like to shout out to the weird characters on facebook raj dan miffy al Lindsay, don't know who that is leslie the dirty bitch and cj great stuff does that sound like it were everything Yay! See you next Tuesday.